gents. Happy hump day with a little bit of Prince. Mm. Prince uh, always has a delayed start, huh? Before he really rocks out. Is that is that the thing? Is, is that what's going to happen here? This one's the lampiest one that he has. All right, we'll hit that when we come back. Here we go. Intro time. Shut up and sit down. The Business Bros Podcast was created for you. Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of Business Bros. All right, <laughs> it's time for you to do your job. Drop the heat. Here we go. I was going to warn you about that Prince song, but hey, we're going, we're rocking. All right, all you business pros out there, before we jump into the show, just a quick reminder to please subscribe on whichever platform it is that you're listening to us on today. Give us a like, give us a follow, subscribe, drop a review, help other like-minded business owners find value from our awesome guests while we rise up in those podcast rankings. We'll sincerely appreciate every single one of you for it, and if you want to be a guest on the show, we'd love to have you on and learn from you as well. Go to www.business.com. Bros.biz. Schedule your time slot. Don't forget to follow us on all our social medias at Business Bros Pod. All right, everybody. So excited and so honored to bring yet another incredible guest to the Business Bros Pod. Our guest today is a marketing specialist and business growth specialist with over 25 years experience in sports marketing, radio marketing, and advertising agencies. Through his career, he's helped launch three businesses, Chelsea Pierce Sports and Entertainment, the Brooklyn Cyclones minor league baseball team, and Gridiron Now, the premier site for SEC football. Throughout it all, our guest has maintained a focus on small business owners, helping entrepreneurs get the right message out to the right people and generate higher reviews and a greater ROI for their marketing dollars. If you are looking to increase revenue in your business through successful marketing systems and automations, you will want to tune in today as we see how our guest can help you find $100,000 or more in 45 minutes and coach you every step of the way to collect. Joining us today from Profit Master Business Solutions out of Jacksonville, Florida, welcome to the show, Howard all thank you, right thank you. howard what do you think you're two and a half minutes into the show uh i hope you like some prints every time i think of prints i think of batman i don't know <laughs> it's going back to the 90s or late 80s early 90s yeah prince was in batman yeah, dude, the uh, the uh, the museum, the museum where uh, Joker comes in and like destroys it. That's Prince. What? All right, nice. All right, welcome, welcome to the program, my friend. Okay, yeah, so thank you. Starting a business, starting a business. Uh, the we've we've interviewed like six hundred different entrepreneurs on the show, and probably the number one concern every business has is how do I get more customers. So, uh, you know, tell me a little bit about your your background. James kind of laid it out there on the Fire In Show. And how are you helping them find that hundred grand? How are you helping them get those additional customers? Sure. Well, very quickly, my background is it started off really in sports, helping you uh, start uh, venues like uh, Chelsea Piers in New York and uh, helping to launch the Brooklyn Cyclones in, uh, in Brooklyn, bringing baseball back to Brooklyn in 2001. Uh, national and local radio and uh, uh, marketing uh, and advertising agencies in a couple of different cities. And I found that I was working with small business owners throughout 
and really helping them find some answers to what their problems are. A lot of the biggest problems are small business owners don't know how to be a small business owner because they went to college and learned how to be an employee. So that already puts them farther back in starting, but there's a lot of details that you can put into whether it's your website, whether it's relationships you have to really drive leads, sales, and revenue that a lot of business owners really aren't paying enough attention to right now. So you're telling me there's a chance. There's always a chance, right? You said you said something uh, that that I think goes over a lot of people's heads, especially mine when it's slick like that, right? Uh, you said you've been involved in marketing and sales. Can you help uh, sh- to explain that to the audience? What's the difference between the two, uh, and how do you help? Uh, you know, how do you help them understand the difference? Well, sales is the actual conversation and relationship. No like and trust. You would need to create a relationship with people to know you, like you, and trust you, to want to do business with you. So that's the cold call. That's the the drop-bys. That's the actual conversations you're having with, and negotiations with a prospect. The marketing really is the materials that you are using to get that meeting, whether it's the website, whether it's uh, creating a landing page, whether it's commercials, whether it's, it's the actual brochures you're bringing in, the different data. Uh, it, there's a lot of development that's being done to help the sales staff and go out and get the revenue. Now, uh, you said uh, you've been at this 25 years uh, and you've been involved in different aspects from radio and all kinds of different uh, marketing and sales type things. Uh, in the last 25 years, marketing and sales has dramatically changed, at least the distribution has. Uh, when you're approaching things now like Facebook ads, YouTube ads, and stuff like that, how much of that is? fundamentally sound where you're continuing you continue to do the same things you did 25 years ago you're just doing it in a new platform uh today a lot of things have changed absolutely we live streaming right now you couldn't do that 20 25 years ago um but a lot of the basics still stay the same when it comes to sales it's all about the conversation i was going out and meeting people and talking to people and shaking hands and that doesn't change it really it now Thankfully, uh, there's a new angle with screens and Zoom and doing things online because of what happened this past year with COVID. But marketing has evolved really through what uh, what's going on with technology, and there's, that is just that really is the key for a lot of small business owners. They have to stay on points, got to have a get a good understanding of what evolution is happening, and not just really sit back saying, "Well, I did this ten years ago when I started, and it should still be working for my my." Uh, Myself, my team now, it doesn't always work that way. Things change, uh, but relationships, they kind of keep going. I think it was James who told me the other day, which was really cool, by the way. It's been stuck in my head. But he said, you know, when you have a relationship with somebody, really what it is, imagine like a feed. It's just a constant communication that you've had. When you haven't seen somebody for three months, a year, whatever it is, you almost kind of go back to, hey, this is last time I saw you, we were talking about this. And the conversation continues. Uh, How important is it to know what's going on, to have that feed, to continue that conversation, to kind of, you know, establish the relationship, but really to nurture it. Because, I mean, we just met right now. This is the first conversation we're having. And if if you were a prospect or if I was a prospect, we would have to nurture this relationship going forward. What right. do you see in small business owners where they fall off on that side? A lot of people take the sale for just being, okay, I'm done. I got the, the, the revenue. I have this contract working and it's all fine. But that's not the case because there's many different ways to nurture that new client to develop business in the future. And they could be providing you with referrals. 
They could be a joint venture partner for you if you actually spend the time and effort to make relationships. I have a friend who worked with, uh, with me at the Brooklyn Cyclones, and he spends a lot of time developing these relationships, so much so that one relationship from the beginning, 20 plus years ago, it, it, it ended up evolving into being the naming rights of the stadium. And that had to do with the, all the effort he did getting to know them, getting personal touches and relationships, sending things to them. It's, it, it's not just the sale. It is the opening for the next stage of the relationship. How automations, automations have kind of taken a lot of what we do in that relationship building phase and have made it kind of easy for us, right? We set email automations, we set text message automations, we sent video automations, all kinds of different things. Uh, which help to nurture relationships. But when you talk to entrepreneurs, some of the most successful ones, are they like, you know, I'm sure they're utilizing the automations, but how much, how many of them are actually going in and doing that good old fashioned handshaking, cheers, you know, happy hour, that, you know, good old fashioned networking? Well, I think it's going to be a lesson that people have to relearn because not a lot of that's been happening over the <laughs> last year. Uh, but uh, we were on a break. <laughs> Perfect, James. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, but a lot of business owners really have not don't monitor everything that's going on, even with automation. Um, I have a system right now, and it's important for me to to check on it on a regular basis to make sure nothing has fallen through the cracks. People can send me a text through a separate line. That I have to make sure that I'm responding to, and if I'm not monitoring it, it. Uh, a sale can fall by the race, uh, uh, the wayside. A relationship can be damaged because I didn't respond to something. The the best advice I've ever received was make sure you respond to someone within 24 hours. Now, granted, that was uh, but that was given to me before uh, before this century turned, and it was really phones and a little bit of email at that time. And things are now faster. So, if someone texts you at nine o'clock in the morning, they expect to hear from you before noon. So you really have to monitor all those automations that you're having, even though a lot of them really make your life a whole lot better. Sales cure all ails. I've heard that before in, in, in many uh, networking events. Um, you've worked with a number of different businesses and they're all struggling at different things. They're all, whether we're talking automation, whether we're talking production, whether we're talking all kinds of different things, um, and sales seems to be the solution for a lot of them. And yet that's one of the things that they avoid the most. That's one of the things that they struggle with the most. Uh, if, if I'm coming to you as a business owner and I'm struggling with my business, you know, what are the things that you're looking for and what are the things that you see most commonly amongst those business owners that can, can kind of change the tide for them to get them in that position where they're comfortable making a sale or they're comfortable building those new relationships. They're comfortable running their business and not dealing with, uh, with that bottom line red. Well, the question really is what is their sales process? What is their sales force? Is it just them? Is it other people? And how much training have they actually had? There's a stat I hear on the radio every so often from a commercial of how few people are actually asking for the sale in the conversation. If you don't ask for the sale, you're not going to get it. And yes, it's tough and it's hard. And that's all about, about developing that right personality. Uh, people don't like picking up the phone and making the cold calls. But it's having a system of, uh, of being uh, on top of what you need to do, scheduling your day, day by day, what you need to accomplish. But really is going back to your for the original question of 
I find that people's websites are not being used properly and many of them are out of date and out of sync. And I say that because basically there's two things going on in someone's head as they are researching what their needs are. There's a problem that I have I don't want and a result that I want that I don't have. And if they can go to your website and start to get an answer that starts a conversation, then they're going to want to continue to do business with you or at least have, keep having that conversation to figure that out. If your website just has an array of photos in a, in, a, in a slideshow to then have to make the person think about what you're trying to tell them, or my favorite is the person who's been sold uh, the, the website that things are flying in and out left and right. If you're on a phone, that just drives people crazy. People are going to jump from, the, from one to the other. And then always is the third, the person who spent money on a website 10 years ago and figured that's an investment that, uh, that's going to be the lifetime of their business. And people can access it on the phone and look at it and can't figure anything out. And it's amazing how many businesses still have that. The website should be a 24-7 salesperson. There's many ways to put that together for, for that to happen and not just a brochure. The brochure information is important, but uh, it's not what your lead should be. Oh, my gosh. You're starting to speak my language here. Shifting from uh, what was traditionally called a website to what is now called a funnel, but it's pretty much the same thing except on, on the way you described it. It's a 24-7 sales uh, salesperson, right? So help me walk through when you when you when you have somebody who had purchased that website 10 years ago, it's like they bought a retail building and they didn't do anything to it. Right. They they bought a sign and then maybe they changed the name of their business, but never really went back and painted the, the building or changed the sign. It's kind of just sitting on the Internet doing something, not really giving anybody information versus what we have when we have a funnel. It's pretty much, you know, there's only one thing you can do on this thing. It's going to send you to one exact location. It's going to guide you completely through the sales process. Why one versus the other? What's what and why, why aren't people seeing that that difference, right? Why are they sticking with this traditional old website versus moving over to a quote funnel? I think it has to do with the the sticker shock of what they might have paid for the website. I think mm -hmm. whenever they did the website or what they've been hearing from people of what websites are costing. It's, it's a, it's a lot of money if you look at it as an expense and not an investment. Um, and there's also a lot of, unfortunately, a lot of companies out there overcharging for these type of websites. Uh, what, and they also don't understand, they don't understand the strength of what a funnel can do. And the funnel can be part of your website. If done the way it says all one shot and everything is great. Or you can have splash pages with different themes and to hitting different demos to then drive them to the website once, once you're done. The key to it really is something I call the conversion equation, and that's interrupt, engage, educate, and offer. Interrupt is a headline. There's like a newspaper, a big headline that captures people's attention, again, getting into their mindset of the things that they want to uh, get resolved. The, uh, the, the engage is a subheadline, a question that really asks uh, to the, uh, the prospect, a, the, the, and, and touches on the, the things that are going on in their head that are challenges to them. The um, educate really is the pitch and the offer is something that's really irresistible they can't say no to. Now, the pitch really doesn't have to be do business with me. It can be a specific offer, a pitch to the offer that, that you're offering that encourages people to learn more about your business, to learn more about what kind of decisions they have to make. If it's, uh, if it's something that's uh, related to uh, women searching for information about their wedding day and you're, you're uh, giving them a PDF, uh, five things to know so your wedding day doesn't turn into a complete disaster, something that really catches their attention, something they really feel they need to have, 
they're going to make a trade for you. And that trade is going to be their name and their email address. And that starts the opportunity for drip campaign and having a conversation with the visitor to your website. You know, when we have uh, customers that do business with us and they do business with us and they actually like our service, we we said we were going to do something. And, you know, lo and behold, we actually went out and did it. Uh, we have satisfied customers. Today, uh, you know, we've been using testimonials a lot. And my concept, my thought behind it, my pitch behind it is pretty simple. It's, you know, if, if I tell you something, if I tell you how awesome I am, you may believe me, you may not. However, if my customer tells you how awesome an experience we had, that's powerful. How can clients use or how can business owners use their existing clientele with testimonials to help bring in more referral business and bring in more new business? It goes back to that continuing that relationship with your customer. If you are having a good, uh, you have a good relationship with them, you're still in communication with them, they like you, they know you, they trust you, they're gonna wanna do things for you. And just putting their phone up and taking a video for you or you coming to them and videotaping a very quick testimonial that you can use in a, uh, a, a, a short video, no one's gonna sit there watching 10 minutes testimonials, but 30, 60, 90 uh, seconds of testimonials embedded into a website, embedded into some sort of social media campaign, People want to see that. People take take uh, note of video as opposed to just reading a testimonial from someone. Uh, it's 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 extremely powerful and extremely a great way that they a happy customer can feel they're giving back to uh, to, to thank you for the services you provided them. I'm gonna take a mid uh, mid show break here. I'm gonna do things a little bit different. I want to make sure that uh, that our that our audience knows. I mean, so far it's like 17 minutes in, and you've already dropped so much information. If people want to work with you, how do they get a hold of you? The best way is uh, to reach out to me on my website, uh, ProfitMasterBusinessSolutions.com. There's an opportunity there to uh, to actually download one of my books, uh, <laughs> Business Marketing Maneuvers. And uh, there you can actually go through all the strategies that I'm discussing right now, how to really uh, help grow your business and find hidden $100,000 in your business that you can uh, that you can take advantage of without spending additional money on marketing or advertising. All right, there's so many complications. We've been we've been just on the sales and marketing side because that's what I actually that's that's what I love as far as you know creating content and stuff like that. Uh, so social media. Um, there, there are different ways that people use or consume social media, whether they're creating content or they're consuming content. How important is it for a business to have a social media page and what should they be putting on that thing to make it, you know, as useful as possible? Well, first, let me acknowledge happy social media day. Today is social media day. I didn't see a lot of posting about it, but it is to social media day. You didn't know that. June 30th every year. Um, some of it is important just for presence. And I, and I talk to people a lot. The Facebook business page really is changing. And the fact that people have the icon on their websites, people click to see, to see what's going on there. Most people just need to see that it's there. And a lot of the actual interactive business pieces that are going on are going on on people's personal Facebook pages interwoven with their family photos and, and everything going on with them. So the worst thing that can happen is that you've set up a Facebook page in 2018, put up a couple of nice photos, put the icon onto your website, people click on it and see that you have not been there since. You can't do that. You have to have some level of presence, but you need to figure out what does your audience want? Where are they? 
And that's where you need to be on social media. If, you're, if your audience is on LinkedIn, then you need to have different articles for your company page on there. And if you have a staff that's also on LinkedIn, getting them to then share it so that you're getting more of a reach within their, uh, their networks and audiences as well. If it's on Instagram, you need to find the right messaging for you and your business and also find the right hashtags that go along with it to gather more people following you. Photos are obviously very important on Instagram, personal photo people, uh, their faces and, and reactions that go along with that. There's, there's some time that can be put into that. Obviously, there's free services like Canva that you can create the right images and pop them up there. It does take time. It does take a lot of thought, but it all comes down to who is your audience? What are they on? And that's where you need to be. Dude, the social media space, it's funny how it works. We're so afraid of creating the content, right? Okay, you you said exactly what I hear over and over again. You need to stop being invisible. You need to have a presence online. You need to be visible. Uh, if you post on a regular basis, you become credible. And then after that, that's when you start to interact with people and you can you can hit that profitability stage, right? You go from invisible to visible to credible to profitable. But the problem is we don't, always know how to pick up the camera and actually say something into it. And then we kind of get, you know, we are like, I don't like my face. I don't like my voice. What kind of advice can you give business owners to help them create content? So that's that creativity part to be able to, you know, be visible and be consistent on a regular basis so that they can build that credibility. I, I, the first thought is now I'm pausing because unfortunately I had to go to a funeral this morning and uh, the, the person's grandson gave a eulogy and he asked him, kind of asked him, what's the meaning of life? What's the, what's the best lesson you can teach me? And what he told his grandson was, be yourself. And that really resonated to me very strongly and really resonates with this answer. People want to see you. People don't want, again, the Wizard of Oz hiding behind the, the machine it was, it was the professor behind the scenes. That's really who it is. They don't want to see the big show. They want to see you. So be the best real you that you can. Take photos of you. Take photos of you in the business. Take, I have a friend who does a great uh, job with getting a uh, photographer and taking around the city of Detroit and finding these great places and taking photos of her and utilizing her in her social media. That's her. That's real. So sometimes you can, you can step it up to that level, but sometimes it can be very hokey and just be fun and, and silly just because that's who you are but just be real people people want real where should i spend my time um should i be on facebook should i be on instagram should i be on youtube should i be on twitter should i be on tiktok i mean there's so many different platforms and they all have different types of creatives how do i select uh one or do i do them all i think it goes back to finding out where your audience is it's that don't be on TikTok if your audience is uh, is 65 and above. Uh, you, you Again, you know who your, at least I hope you know who your audience is. Who is your avatar? And that's where you want to create things for them that resonate to them. Again, sometimes it can uh, be challenging to think about, well, I, I work in a hardware store. My, how, do, how, do I, how do I do this? But you can do fun things with video and Twitter on YouTube. You can do tons of, of uh informational pieces on YouTube. I, I had three repairs in my house over the last month and I went to YouTube uh, videos from companies who just put these, these pieces out. So find something that your audience will have value from because you don't have to be everywhere. 
you have to have that Facebook page and have something being posted on it. You don't have to be on Instagram if what you sell really isn't visual and your audience isn't looking for it. All right, let's talk about partners. Um, I'm seeing a lot more collabs uh, going on in social media, in different promotions. Uh, when I'm a business owner and I want to grow my audience or I want to get more exposure or get access to other emails, email lists, how can I go about structuring a collab to maybe run promos or things like that to help kind of grow my business? I think if you're working with larger companies, this goes back to my radio days, you need to figure out what benefits you have from them because there was there was ad spend money and if you mentioned their, their name in certain ads, and but it was a process of having just a file for it, uh, but that saved companies a lot of money using the big corporations' money to uh, sell air conditioners through their for their small little business on the radio. So you need to to research this. But there are a lot of people who have the same customers you, but you don't trample on each other. And there's a lot of different. You can do this with joint ventures with. Um, being able to send leads back and forth to each other, but just by uh, contracting that you'll give 10% back and forth to each other if uh, if a contract is done. And with social media, you're just trying to find the, that right match. And if you can find the right match and the right partner, there's a lot of things you can accomplish. And business is, is not easy. It's It's a struggle. Everybody goes through their ups and downs. You've been at it for 25 years. Uh, if I was to ask you, you know, what kind of problems do you see in your business today uh, versus when you first got started? Can you give me kind of a, you know, that, that growth phase, you know, 25 years ago, you're getting started. You see certain problems. And today in your own business, you see certain problems. How have you evolved? Well, I definitely evolved over what I've been doing over the 25 years, uh, running a, uh, a pretty well-known um, sports complex and doing just about everything in minor league baseball and and writing, uh, selling selling ad space and writing ads, it it my career has evolved. So the but the problems that small business owners have are pretty much the same, just taking it into a a, a, a different a different decade. Um, a lot of small business owners didn't know how to be a small business owner before they started their business, and going to college and learning to be employee, not an entrepreneur, definitely put them back. So the, the, the key issue I find is that a lot of people cut corners. And now when I step in to try to help their business, it's trying to address the corners that were cut and, and get them on the right track on an operational side. But sometimes it's also on the marketing side that they, they did a great job of, of utilizing their relationships to start, but really never put into any type of marketing programs in there to nurture what happens next and nurture with the, the, the next level of, uh, of customers that they were developing from them. So I, I look at myself as the, the second set of eyes to really look at what has occurred, what is occurring, and kind of refocus to show them what can occur in the future. Speaking of the And I was thinking the same thing, him. Speaking of the future, uh, we are, it seems like most of the country is starting to open back up and things are starting to become whatever we call today's normal. Uh, what do you see here coming up in the near future that you're kind of directing small businesses to kind of move in this direction or, or make a shift this way because you kind of can see what's coming in the wind? I think the first thing and going, I guess, a little back in time for some and, and, and 
right now for others is I try to push as many as possible to have a grand opening event, grand mm -hmm. reopening. You, everything is open and we, we're back in business and let's celebrate the fact that we want you to come back to us. That was very important and, and really shows some great success for those that, that were able to implement it. Um, moving forward, this, this is a lot of, look, we, we know the country is, is split and there's a lot of people who have different opinions of how they're going to handle themselves out uh, in public. And you have to figure out your best way of having some level of of uh, e-marketing uh, and, and, and e-commerce, uh, being able to facilitate people who, who are still will not be comfortable going into places and, um, and then really just watching. I think the news changes every day um, and that's really important to be on top of, of what's going on within your city with what the rules are, what, uh, what, what people are, uh, are starting to uh, really see results from. And uh, it's, it's an experience that no one wanted to have, and now we have it, and we're hoping that we all learn something from it. Howard, it's been a pleasure having you on the show, my friend. Uh, one more time before we head out, how can people get a hold of you, and uh, how can they work with you? Uh, you can uh, reach out to me I'm up through my website, ProfitMasterBusinessSolutions.com, and I work with people on one-on-one, -on -one, really with small business owners who really been working for too long and too hard, have not seen all the efforts of their business and their results. And I love providing results for people. And uh, let's talk. If you have any type of questions, I'm more than happy to answer them. Operations is key, man. Standard operating procedures. James is, uh, James is the man for that sort of stuff uh, for, for our side and what we do. So my last little question, uh, you've, I'm sure you've been on a number of different podcasts already. What was your experience like uh, on the Business Bros? This is fantastic. You guys, it's a party. This is not a, this is not a podcast. This, this is a, a news information party being blasted out on all your different platforms. And this was fun. <laughs> a lot more people should be doing this. <laughs> cool, man. Thank you very much. All right, ladies and gents. Look, here's the bottom line. You're going to make mistakes in business. It's going to be a struggle and it's not the easiest thing in the world. But if you talk to people who have experience, right, if you can go to ProfitMastersBusinessSolutions.com, you talk to people like Howard and sit down and kind of figure out where it is that you are, where it is that you want to go, and we can kind of figure out all that minutiae in between. That is where the success secrets actually lie. It comes from the mentors, the people who are already doing it. You don't have to figure it out all yourself. We live in the information age. So do me a favor. One more time, go to www.profitmastersbusinesssolutions.com. Reach out to Howard, figure out what he can do to help you at least have a conversation. Because again, you never know where that's going to lead. Open the door, see what happens. Howard, thank you very much for coming on the show today. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you guys again uh, manana. Tomorrow's my favorite day of the week, SHIT. So happy it's Thursday. We'll see you again. Peace. And we're out. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income? Hernan, the business bro, can help you generate referrals through the power of podcasting. And James, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, can help you effectively add insurance to your existing business. If you are ready to create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow, email businessbros at csfirst.com to schedule a free consultation or join the Business Bros Network, www.businessbros.biz.